guys and welcome back to everything you never wanted to know about English. Alright, today we're going to talk about establishing ethos and avoiding fallacies when you're writing. So let's first focus on how to establish your ethos. And the best way to do this is to make a name for yourself. I mean, that seems kind of obvious. We trust names that tend to be out there, right? We, we hear about these people who are financial gurus or doctors on TV. These are people who have made names for themselves in their field, and we tend to trust what they say because we recognize that name. Well, it seems pretty easy, but it's also kind of hard because right now you're just starting out. And how do you make that name for yourself? Well, the first thing I can suggest is use quality sources. If you are known as somebody who constantly uses quality sources in your research and your writing, that's going to help establish your ethos. Always put in the time to do your research. Don't just find like a couple of people who agree with you and go with the flow. Make sure you really dig deep into your topic, dig into your sources, put in the effort for your research. And always make sure you have a balance between pathos and logos. Pathos helps create that connection to your reader that really helps make them like you as a person, which is great but it can also be kind of a flaw because if we rely too much on pathos we tend to forget the whole logical aspect of it and then people begin to know you as the person who just uses a lot of emotion to get your point across so make sure you have a balance between that connection to your reader and the logos that creates that logical flow from claim to warrant and the claim is what we call the main point and the warrant is the outcome um so We've read, we've read that paper, right, where it was just a whole bunch of logic and not a whole lot of emotional connection. Those are dry and boring. They may be true, they may have good information, but half of us don't make it through the whole thing. So make sure you have a balance between that emotional connection that draws your reader in, the pathos, and the logos that creates that logical flow. Now, I've said it before, I will say it again. And I will continue to say it almost every day. Cite your sources. You want to establish ethos. You want people to know you are using quality sources. You have to cite those sources, both in text and on a works cited page. Citations are not only going to help you avoid plagiarism, which is always a bonus, but they also show the difference between your words and your sources' words. It's like a flashing light saying, hey, hey, this is my opinion, this is what I think on the topic, and here's the experts and what they say about it and all the people who agree with me. Without citations, guys, you're basically just writing a Facebook rant. And quite frankly, I don't know about you, but I tend to skip those and block those people. The other really good way to help establish your ethos is talk about the opposition. What does the opposition say? What are their arguments? What are their research? What are their points? Once you can do that, you can show the logic in the research, but you can also show the flaws. So you can respond to what the opposition might have to say to you without actually having a back and forth conversation. You can show the flaws, you can show why they're wrong, and you can go back to your own research and support what you're saying and say, look, here's where they're wrong. This is why you should agree with me which kind of leads into how to avoid fallacies, which are flaws in logic, basically. Um, guys, do the research. I mean, make sure your sources are credible. Make sure you have it there. Uh, and, and this goes back to, to establishing your ethos. If you have sources that are not credible, if your sources are telling you misinformation, then 
you're presenting misinformation. And I had this happen at a job once where I was getting fed incorrect information and then I was going around and telling people why they should join our company and giving them what I thought was true information because my sources were telling me this was what was happening. Turns out it wasn't true. Turns out that the information passed to me was flawed and incorrect. And so the information I was passing on to potential clients was flawed and incorrect, which didn't look bad on my company, it looked bad on me. So make sure your research is done, make sure your sources are credible. Double check your movement from claim to warrant. Is there a logical flow? Is there a clear connection between your ideas here? Can we see how you got from point A to point B? Um, Another example I would give from this is... uh, research I did when I was working on my undergraduate thesis. Um, I I researched J.R.R. Tolkien's mythology of Lord of the Rings. Um, And there was a book that I found in my research called J.R.R. Tolkien, author of the century. And it was by a guy named Tom Shippey. Um, And the first half of the book was kind of interesting. He basically laid out why Tolkien's Uh, Lord of the Rings was an allegory, despite Tolkien himself saying it wasn't. And then the second half of the book was all about why it was a terrible allegory and how Tolkien failed in his writing of this allegory. Well, of course it failed as an allegory. I mean, Tolkien himself said in the preface to the second edition of Fellowship of the Ring, and I quote, this is not an allegory, end quote. So it was kind of a pointless book because the whole point was to prove why it was a terrible allegory. Well, of course, it failed as an allegory because it wasn't an allegory, which was a flaw in logic. So if you're going to argue for something, make sure you have clear claims, make sure your sources clearly support your points, and make sure that you you don't have those flaws in logic. You can do this by avoiding oversimplifying a point. Um, If you oversimplify things, it can lead to issues like hasty generalizations. If you do your research on the opposition, make sure you really try to understand where they're coming from. Acknowledge the logic in their points. Acknowledge the truth that they give. And then acknowledge the flaws and and pick those apart too. But most of all, when you're doing your research on the opposition and, and when you're presenting that in your paper or your article or whatever you're doing here, be kind. You are attacking nobody. This is not about the person. This is about the logic. Don't ever attack the person, which of course leads to the ad hominem against the person fallacy. Um, so make sure you you keep it about the logic, not the people. And also consider their sources. Where is the opposition getting their information from? And keep an open mind. Dogmatism is a serious logical flaw, and we have to be careful of being so wrapped up in traditions that we ignore the facts that are presented in front of us. Um, And I would like to give you the example of Galileo and the medieval Catholic Church. I mean, Galileo argued that we lived in a soul-centric universe, whereas the dogmatism of the day um, stated that the sun rotated around the earth. Well, now we know that's scientifically impossible, but it was this constant belief that 
that the sun rotated around the earth based on how people interpreted the religious texts of the day that forced um, the majority of people to disbelieve Galileo. I mean, eventually we figured it out, right? But the point is, when you get so caught up in the tradition that you forget the facts, you, you fall into this flaw of dogmatism. So be very careful about that. Always make sure you have somebody else who's editing your work. Other eyes can catch fallacies you may not realize that you had. Other eyes can say, listen, I know you think you made this point clear, but I'm not really following how you got from point A to point B. Can you clear that up? Use your brain. I mean, (laughs) go through your work. Try to think through every possible point and double check your response to your opposition and make sure that you are very clear in how you're presenting that information and finally don't be afraid of multiple drafts don't be afraid of possibly changing your viewpoint and don't be afraid of new research especially when it comes to technology there is new information coming out almost every day our world is constantly changing and how we interact with that world is going to have to change too so my one thing when i'm telling you to establish your ethos and to avoid fallacies is make sure that you're willing to grow. 